podcast for giftware and specialty food artisans who want to work smarter, earn more, and live better. Hosted by Stefa Normantis. Hi, this is Stefa. Thank you for listening to Artisans Who Wholesale. It is finally dawning on most of us that the amount of single-serve plastic items are choking our environment and ecosystem. Our guest today is providing a beautifully designed solution to minimize our household impact. I'm so glad to have Michelle Zamora of Z-Wraps, who creates one of the few reusable beeswax food wraps available that are made in the USA, and they are gorgeous. I love the design. So Michelle started working on Z-Wraps in April of 2017 and sold her first wraps into stores starting in January of the following year. Her husband, Steve, is the wizard behind the scenes waxing the fabric as well as working the numbers for inventory management. Michelle also has two girls, Sage, who is six, and Eva, who's three, and they all live and work in Western Mass. So welcome, Michelle. How are you? I'm great. Thanks so much, Stefa. Thanks for having me. So tell us a little bit more about yourself and your business. So yeah, you that was a great introduction. Thank you. We've been selling and we started Z-Wraps about 18 months ago and started from a desire to make a reusable food wrap that uh, was beautiful, worked really easily, and was something that people were proud to use and proud to give as a gift, too. And it's something that people have really responded to. And it's been wonderful, a lot of hard work. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, But yeah, it's going great. Terrific. And um, how did you choose your business name? And um, what's the line of products looking like at this point? So Z wraps is the Z is from our last name, Zamora. I've always, my maiden name also began with a Z. So I've always written my name with a huge Z. So it was a really <laughs> nice opportunity to carry that Z through. What line of products are you selling at this point? So we have four different size products. The smallest is an 8x8, and those are perfect for all of your half produce leftovers that you have, that mm. half lemon that you never really know quite what to do with, and that ends up in a Ziploc bag and going kind of yucky, and you end mm -hmm. up throwing that out and the bag that it was in, and um, mm -hmm. that's just no good for anybody. So it's yeah. great for that. And then our largest size is a 16 by 26, which is just about bigger oh. than a cookie sheet. Um, mm -hmm. And it's phenomenal for baguettes. You know, when your baguette Ooh, goes, yeah, yeah. It, it turns into like a rock after a day. Yeah. And, and, you know, you're like, hey, I wasn't quite done with that yet. Yeah. <laughs> so this actually keeps it uh, lasting longer for at least three or four days. And, um, and it's great for, for your casserole dishes and instead of using aluminum foil or plastic mm -hmm. wrap to put on your casserole dishes. And then we have some really great versatile sizes in between. And we do multi packs that have a mm -hmm. small, medium and large all in one. Right nice. now we have six different designs and we are very excited to be working with a couple different new designers on some nice. new designs that will be coming out. 
Fun. Keep an eye out Very. for those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I will say your products look a whole lot better uh, than uh, aluminum foil or a plastic wrap. <laughs> just just yes. saying there. So um, yes. uh, tell me, Michelle, uh, why did you start the business? And how did you decide that it was something you were going to stick with? That's a really great question. So I used to be a teacher. I taught outdoor ed. And so I've always really cared about being connected with what was going on outside and preserving nature and being one with the outdoors. And then I had my girls and kind of going through that question of, well, what am I going to do now once Mm -hmm. they go back to school? And I also come from a family of makers. So we, my husband and I have always done a lot of, well, Let's try to make it ourselves first Mm -hmm. and put our own spin on it. And when I saw this idea of a reusable food wrap, I was looking and thinking that I wasn't really gravitating toward any of the designs that I saw out there. And I was like, well, I have a huge stash of fabric because Mm -hmm. I used to sew and many seamstresses or people who sew have lots of fabric. So I went to go and make my own. And of course it didn't work very well the first time, Mm -hmm. but I loved the way that it looked. And I started using it anyway. And my sister and a couple of friends were like, Hey, where did you get that one? That looks pretty awesome. And so it was just one of those things that I was like, Oh wow. People really gravitate towards something that looks beautiful. And then, then they're like, okay, so how do I, how do I do that? And how do I make it work better? And then I needed to find fabric that actually made it made it more functional and stick mm-hmm. better. And how does the coating work? And, you know, it just when I find something that I'm really interested in, it just lights a fire underneath me and I can't forget about it. Mm-hmm. So something really stuck with this one. And we just wanted to perfect it. And my husband got into the coating aspect of it and the recipe wow. for that. And I just went straight for the design between the two of us. I ended up finding a phenomenal designer, Susie Pilgrim Waters, who thought of it as a passion project. And Mm -hmm. then I realized to get the fabric printed, (laughs) I would have to buy at least 500 yards of fabric. Uh, and that was quite that was quite a commitment to yeah. uh, for somebody who I was never entrepreneurial minded. This isn't something that I thought of as going to be a business at first. And my mm-hmm. lovely husband was like, "Well, if you think you'll sell those eventually, mm-hmm. then it's worth it. Let's try it." Mm-hmm. And because there's no shelf life, they're not going to go bad. Yeah. Um, and meanwhile, I knew my girls were going to be going back to school soon. And I had done a couple of craft fairs with other things that I was making. And I liked doing those. And mm-hmm. I knew I could make these a lot faster mm-hmm. than other things that I had been making that I learned the word scale. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> oh, scaling. I can't scale with paper cut shadow boxes. I'm never uh, going to make any money with that. Yeah. So I knew I knew I was moving in the right direction. But it was jumping off the cliff with having to commit to this big order of fabric. And Steve, my husband, was just like, all right, so if you think doing this order of 500 yards is worth it, let's do it. And so we did. And then I had all this fabric and I was going to go to this trade show called New England Made. (laughs) And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I spoke to this amazing guy, Greg Shapiro. (laughs) And he was like, looks like you have your product all set up, but you know, how do you do, how are you going to do your booth? So anyways, you know, it was, it was making some of these bigger decisions and having 
having the belief in myself that I had good taste and I could do this and that Mm -hmm. even if it took three years to sell through this first 500 yards, I would, I would eventually do that. Mm -hmm. And then I had my first weekend at the trade show and I opened 43 accounts in that weekend. (laughs) Yeah. Now that cuts through that bolt of 500 in a good. (laughs) Oh, I had, I had to tell people that I needed another six weeks before I could deliver because I needed to order more fabric. <laughs> that's a, that's a great problem to start out with. It versus, was, it was yeah. a really good problem. Yeah. yeah. Instead of having it sit in the basement for, you know, two years. Three years. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so are you, yeah. uh, Michelle, now are you doing both retail and wholesale or are you primarily, or, or is there percentage between the two at this point? We are definitely like 99.9% wholesale. Our, uh, we want to build our e-commerce side of things, but the time and energy and funds that it takes to build up and drive traffic to our website is just not where our focus and budget is right yeah. now. And what are you most proud of in the business at this point? I don't stop and think about that. That's mm-hmm. a that's a good question. I don't have time to stop and roll around in it right now. Mm-hmm. I guess it's pretty phenomenal that in 18 months we're in 275 stores and we have four employees and they're all happy and working and people love our product. I, th- I think I'm proudest about, so I, I, I'm thinking out loud, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm proudest about the responses that I'm getting from our customers mm-hmm. and the stories that I hear people say of how excited they are that we've given them a solution to single-use plastic mm-hmm. and needing to get rid of it, but not knowing what to replace it with. And when I hear that excitement mm-hmm. in stories of people being excited about that and that I got to provide that for them is pretty awesome. Do you have a specific story that stands out that kind of just made your bust your butt? Well, I was thinking about, I was just thinking about when I'm at a craft fair, we had an open studios here. I'm in our, the Eastworks building in East Hampton. And people would just walk by and just be like, oh, C-Raps, I love you guys, <laughs> you know, and and then, and then just keep walking by, wow. you know, and then, or, or do you have a new design? I need a new design uh, or, yeah. you know, and it's, I don't, you know, and I don't need them to buy another yeah. one. It's not about, you know, this isn't about uh, consumerism, mm-hmm. you know, it's not about having to spend money. It's about replacing something that's really got to go. Yeah. And, you know, the, the wraps do have a limited use life, you know, they, they last for six to 12 months. So eventually you're going to need a new one, mm-hmm. but the passion that people have when they, I get to hear from them and they say how much they like it and all they have to do is walk by me and just say, oh, see, wraps, yes! <laughs> you know, and that's, that's it. a win. It's just the coolest thing. Yeah. That is a win. All right. Well, tell me, you know, you are in the early parts of your business, you know, not even really two, two years coming through. Um, so tell me, tell me what the hardest part of the business right now is for you. What challenges are you working on right now? 
with the successful growth that we've had and with me not having any business background, it's definitely plays on my mind. How do I make sure that we keep going in this direction? Mm -hmm. And what do I need to do to make sure I stay, but stay ahead, you know, and am I in the right channels? You know, am I selling into the right stores? Are we just, how do we keep staying ahead mm -hmm. and keep making sure that we're going in the right direction? So thinking about that kind of strategy and it's not enough to having to have done what we've done. And so who are those people that I can connect with to make sure that I am doing that because I don't know about that yeah. kind of stuff. It's networking and keep continuing to talk with people and finding the right people who can, who I can learn mm -hmm. from to answer those questions. Sure. You definitely need your circle of support and mentorship. So, you know, finding out who the right fit for you is definitely essential. Tell me about uh, a yeah. moment, uh, a failure moment and something that you learned from it. I mean, there's ups and downs all the time. I think it's how you think mm -hmm. about them and just making sure that they don't, you don't let them get too huge. I went to the Atlanta gift mm -hmm. show. And so that was my first big national trade show. And we had a key account grocery store come in. I mean, I'm talking like a huge grocery mm -hmm. store that everybody would know the name mm -hmm. of <laughs> and come in and say, Yes, 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 mm -hmm. yes, yes, yes. You know, we'll be in touch. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. And so I, so I have sales reps, mm -hmm. you know, and so that, so I, I contacted them after the show. And unfortunately, this, the home, you know, headquarters of this account is in an area of a rep that is not one of my higher performing oh, reps. Yeah. And so I emailed the, buyer and the rep and CC'd the rep and said, nice to meet you, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And long story short, it didn't, it never came mm -hmm. to fruition. And you just don't know yeah. why. Was it because mm -hmm. of the rep? Was it because the buyer was, you know, didn't end up getting confirmation from their mm -hmm. superior? Was it because like, yeah. you know, why? And I haven't been that, that has not happened to me, knock on wood, mm -hmm. a lot. You know, I'm still green. Yeah. I'm still new at this. And for me, that was a huge mm -hmm. failure, mm -hmm. you know, and like, but also, okay, so who can yeah. I learn from? Like, I, I needed to go to a mentor of mine that has, so I have about 30 sales reps out of six rep mm -hmm. groups that I work with right now. So I went to a mentor that works with about 70 sales reps, you know, maybe a dozen rep groups and said, oh, how does, what do you do? How does mm -hmm. this happen? Is this normal? You know, yeah. what happens here? And just, it was an incredible learning experience, extremely yeah. frustrating. You know, what can I learn from this mm -hmm. rep, from her learning style? What would I do different? You know, everything. And that key account has a sister key account in another part of the country, which we still have rep group 
um, representation in. And so maybe they can get mm-hmm. something going and then get the other one interested again. Yeah. You know, but man, that those two weeks were yeah. awful. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you think you're going to get like a 250 store mm-hmm. account and then gone. Poof, it's yeah. gone, you know. And it, you just feel like you have no control, yeah. not nothing, no control at all. And then not being so, able to close that, that loop of like, okay, you know, was it a price point? Was it a rep? Was it a, you know, was it an internal issue? And I, and I still, and yeah. I still don't know. I still don't know. And then you're like, do I need to nix that rep yeah. up there? You know, do I close that territory and, you know, open it for Mm -hmm. somebody else? You know, how long do I let this go? And then I have my husband saying, you got to get rid of her, you know, and then I have, you know, somebody else saying, oh, it's a different territory and you need, you know, it's it's hard balancing all different personalities and different, how long Mm -hmm. do you give it and everything else, you know, so it's, it's a lot of. It's challenging. It's a lot. Yeah. What do you that, wish someone had told you before you started? I don't think anybody could have told me what this was going to be like. <laughs> truth. Total truth. <laughs> as hard as it is, I absolutely mm. love it. And I think, I think that's the key. And I remember I, I listened to a lot of mm-hmm. how I build this, which is an NPR yeah. podcast that I absolutely love. And I don't have that much time to listen to it anymore because mm-hmm. I don't make the product myself anymore, but I was mm-hmm. a lot. And, and the, the thing that I just remember hearing everybody say is it's not going to happen yeah. if you don't love it. And, I couldn't do this and there's no making it up. You can't pretend you can't force yourself to love it. And it's like once Mm -hmm. it clicks, it clicks, you know, and, and it's so true. And this, this, I didn't, I didn't love teaching outdoor ed. Mm -hmm. Like I love this, like this has just opened up something inside of me that I didn't know was there. I didn't know I could work a hundred hours a week and keep going if I needed to keep going, you know, it's just, Mm-hmm. It's incredible. That's exciting. Um, mm-hmm. When you know, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah. What is your business teaching you? That there's no such thing as balance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The power of community and people and that people can be incredibly giving. Mm-hmm. The right people can be incredibly giving and trust your intuition mm-hmm. and your gut. They really are powerful. It's okay to be wrong. Um, I really learned that, you know, the whole about, um, being, be okay with being right and Mm -hmm. in 80% right. Um, so that you can keep moving that you need to be able to just keep moving along. Cause I, this is something entirely new for me. And if I needed to be a hundred percent right on things, I wouldn't go anywhere. Dead in the water. (laughs) be paralyzed right yeah and there's just i mean right exactly there's just no time for that and there's just too many too many things having to happen in one day i can barely trust like you know i can barely trust my (laughs) calendars (laughs) but you move on you You move on you just you um, know it's like all right you know what you just keep going and you know those uh those just fade into the you know fade into the background pretty quickly Right. And well, and that's exactly it. And you have to be gentle with yourself too. And people will be gentle with you also. And if they're not, they're not your people. 
you know. That's so well said. Yeah. So true. So how often are you introducing new products? And um, and what's your process for creating new, new line, new offerings? Oh, man, I am so not. I just, I run by the seat <laughs> of my pants. I, I don't. <laughs> I kind of say, oh, mm-hmm. I feel like I should do this. And then I'm, I have, so I've. I'm learning to you talk uh, talk to specific mm-hmm. reps about timing of when I should, you know, especially yeah. for me, it's seasonal, like holiday design or maybe mm-hmm. a summer design or, you know, so something like that. But those kind of things need to be in the works six mm-hmm. months ahead of time. So in January, I'm working on a holiday design that needs to be ready to come out mm-hmm. in August for yeah. the following winter. So learning some of that. And it, meanwhile, I could still be passionate about new design. So I still want to be connecting with designers in between then and who knows mm-hmm. when they'll be released. Yeah. And then besides that, definitely when you can, when I can, you know, checking in with product market mm-hmm. fit all the time, you know, and saying what kind of bundles mm-hmm. do people want? What kind of sizes are people buying mm-hmm. most of? Um, what kind of designs are people buying the least of? I just tried to incentivize our store owners to mm-hmm. answer a survey, answering those kind of questions so that we can see if we should mm-hmm. rejig anything to just stay on top of it and make sure people are happy with the mm-hmm. product that we're putting out. And as far as finding new buyers, you mentioned trade shows. Are there any other marketing or uh, promotional pieces that you are finding really helpful? Right now, it's uh, really mm-hmm. strictly trade shows and <laughs> sales reps. And we still we still do ourselves. We go to curated, um, mm-hmm. like jurored craft fairs, a uh, select yeah. handful of them. We've looked into doing some trade magazines and stuff like that, but because we just brought on probably three or four rep groups in new territories, we just don't know what kind of mm-hmm. um, growth yeah. is going to happen with that. So we need to meter sure. ourselves a Terrific. little bit. Um, as far as you mentioned the uh, the no balance piece, are there any yeah. are there any uh, healthy <laughs> habits that you are uh, are trying to hang on to uh, that are important? To you? <laughs> well, so no balance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I, my husband's a teacher, as well as doing a lot of, like you said, the, he is mm-hmm. the behind the scenes wizard of Z Raps. And, mm-hmm. and he's a special ed teacher. And so I pick up my girl, I drop my girls off at school. I pick my girls up from school. And then I am as much as possible fully present mm-hmm. through bedtime. And then yeah. I go back to work until mm-hmm. probably way too late at night and then start all over again. And now much more than I could before because we've filled out mm-hmm. our production team. I am available nice. on weekends. So whereas before I was working 80, mm-hmm. 90 hours a week, I'm much more at a point where I'm probably yes. working 60 hours a week. So life has significantly yeah. changed. That's um, so, you know, I, in, it is. It's phenomenal. And when I'm face to face with 
family. You know, I'm not looking at my phone. If I need to take a phone call or look at my email, I, as much as possible, if you ask my (laughs) husband, he might not agree with this, but I, as much as possible, try to go in another room to look at my email or address something work-wise just so that when I am present, I am really and truly focused. Uh, What's the biggest lesson you've learned in running the business, Michelle? That I just love (laughs) learning. I love learning all this Mm -hmm. new stuff. Like there's just, there's so much to learn. And just when you think you've like nailed one piece, Mm -hmm. you know, something else crops up. And you're like, this is all running smoothly. Like yeah. production is running smoothly. And then you're like, wow, I know nothing <laughs> about marketing. You know? Whole new world. Like, okay, here we go. And then, and, right. And, 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 but, and then you're like, okay, I don't mm-hmm. really need to know about that. Like how, how, how much do I need to know in order to know what mm-hmm. I can outsource, you know, and how much is okay to outsource and you know, you still need to know some, and then how much of my budget do I understand that I can mm-hmm. outsource yeah. it when, you know? And, but I, I, I love mm-hmm. that I love learning about it. You know, if I didn't love learning yeah. about it, I would be up the creek. But there's so much, mm-hmm. there's always new stuff every day. Like mm-hmm. it's, it doesn't change. There's, you think, there's no such thing as a well-oiled machine. There's, if you, it doesn't exist, you know, because you have, I have, yeah. I have competition ahead of me and I'm not blind to the fact yeah. that there's competition behind me. And so yeah. that you, how do you stay on top of that? That you just, yeah. you, there's no sitting down. There's, you can't do it. And I actually, I love it, but there's a lot to be learned every single day in order to do it. And I'm fortunate that I love people and talking with people Mm -hmm. and learning from people. Um, That's what I feel like my strength is. Um, So Now, along the line of what you've been learning and and that total two-year immersion that you're in, um, are there any uh, resources or books or apps that you've found really helpful for you that other makers or artisans might find? Helpful. Uh, so definitely mm-hmm. the how yeah. I made this, uh, how I built this podcast for sure. And I wish I could mm-hmm. say there was a book that I've read, um, but I haven't. What I did, anybody in the Western Massachusetts area or even, you know, outside of that a little bit, there's mm-hmm. so Valley Venture Mentors is a phenomenal um, network of people that has is a great mentoring group that I'm a really big part of. I went through their business accelerator and they have like a monthly meetup that's open to anybody to come. And people come from all over. They come from Boston, they come from Vermont, New Hampshire, sure. everywhere in the area. It's open to everybody. And it's just an amazing community of anybody who has mm-hmm. an idea on a napkin to people have sold businesses to people in the community who just want to check it out. And so that's where I've learned a lot and met a lot of people and just keep going back to give to others and feed my soul. Fantastic. And, learn no, others, and I will so. link to that, Michelle, in the show notes. So if anybody's yeah. interested in checking it out, that they, uh, uh, that they can explore it as well. What, uh, what keeps you inspired along with the learning or motivated when it 
when you're at that 60 hour, 100 hour week? I don't feel, I don't know. There's, I haven't been feeling, I don't know <laughs> what I'm running on right now. Like there's, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm trying to think there, you know, it's just there. I, I just, I guess it's that, I don't know. It just, I think it sounds kind of corny, but there, mm-hmm. this just needs to be out there, you know, and I just believe in the product so much. And I mean, maybe I haven't been doing it long enough yet mm-hmm. that I feel too drained yet that, you know, I just, I know it, mm-hmm. it just, it's not out there enough, you know, enough. It just, people just yeah. need to give it a go. More people. I mean, when I'm walking around out there and I see oh, so yeah. much plastic still out there and I want it to inspire mm-hmm. somebody to make something else, you know, what is going to replace other yeah. forms of single use yeah. plastic that's out there, you know, cause this isn't, this isn't it, you know, this is just one application that is an alternative for, you know, mm-hmm. plastic wrap and Ziploc bags and aluminum foil. And we need more alternatives out there. And people are doing great jobs with certain things, but it doesn't cover it all. And, you know, how many, I was driving by and just seeing so yeah. many people walking yeah. around with plastic cups. And you're just like, seriously, seriously, you know? And so maybe that's why I'm yeah. not, I don't feel tapped yet. Cause it's mm-hmm. not, it's just not enough yet. And so it's, yeah, you know, no, well, there's, you it. know, <laughs> we have got to figure this out, you know, as far as uh, having something that at least addresses one aspect of it. It's like, all right, you know, we can start here and it's beautifully designed. So you like using it and it's a great solution for uh, one sliver of that, of that challenge. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's just it. It's just one piece, though. You know, there's, I guess there's even just that feeling of it's a piece. As we're wrapping it up, what's your, uh, what's your best advice to others that are artisans or makers that you would share? Talk to people. Get out there and talk to people. You know, share your ideas. <laughs> Nobody's going to steal your idea. <laughs> they don't have time to steal your idea. So don't worry about that. And ask, share, just ask people. Don't be afraid that you don't know something. And and you're going to have to ask the same question over (laughs) and over and over and over and over and over again to find Mm -hmm. the right person who might know the answer that actually helps you. But staying in your own office or studio or whatever you, wherever you do your work isn't going to help you get your product out there. So you really need to get out there and talk to people customers, mentors, advisors. That's the best thing I can do is to s- just suggest get out there and interview. That is fantastic. Know, s- stuff like that. And listen, <laughs> and listen that is to how a I fantastic built podcast. Really I good. loved that one. And w- when you listen, mm-hmm. when you end up listening to all of them, yeah. it's amazing the common themes, you know, that you hear and you're like, oh, wow, I haven't I haven't lost five hundred thousand dollars yet. That means I go. haven't I made need it. Failure. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, me losing that key account certainly is not any sense of oh, you accomplishment. Know, you start and you you know, it comes. You know, it comes in growth. Before That's I right. close it up. Michelle, if someone wants to get in touch with you or if they want to order their own Z-Wrap, how should they reach out to you or 
connect with you. I'd love that. Yeah. So you can email me at Michelle at my Z wraps with an S at the end dot com. And it's Michelle with two L's. And you can go on our website, myzwraps.com. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. I loved your story. I love your product. And I can't wait to see more new designs coming online. So thank you so much, Michelle. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. This was fun. Visit artisanswholesale.com for show notes with resources and links that help you work smarter, earn more, and live better.